0: Welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raise us, phase us, and amaze us. I'm Al, and I'm one of your hosts, and your other host is... Courtney, me. I'm a host too. It's us. We're hosting.
1: Wow. Wow. Would you like a canopy? What? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like this space. Be my guest. In. Oh, here. Let me take your coat. I'll bring it to a bedroom.
0: Ooh, a sparkling
1: water for you, Monsieur. <laughs> Et <madame. laughs> Is this what people do when they host parties? <laughs> it's been so long. It's truly... I don't remember what a party is like. <laughs> what color were the solo cups? All that I remember is you have your phone and you play the Jackbox. Yep. With no one else in the room. <laughs> you make your little dick joke and you go on your way. <laughs> you lo- You have a lot of trouble with Discord. <laughs> you you post your, your Spyro and or porn pics in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, one day... One day we'll have canapes. Someday. What's a canapé?
0: You've seen Top Chef. Is that a blintz? I think a blintz is a type of canapé. Wow. (laughs) But a canapé
1: is not a type of blintz. It's like a square rectangle situation. I guess. I love it. (laughs) Okay, can you give me a canapé's worth of an ad creep? Oh.
0: (gasps) I'll give you a Canapés worth of an ad creep for whatever that means. I don't know
1: what that means. <laughs> I assume canapés are very good. Canapé, I'll pay you. In facts, okay, okay, let's get started. Oh, let's you go. didn't like that we're at all. Go. <laughs> I'm. I have a little bit of wine left in my glass, so okay. I'm gonna.
0: <sighs> Ooh, a little bit of vino, huh? Well, is, this is a very fitting start, actually. Really? Because we're gonna start by talking about everyone's favorite persecuted minority the huguenots
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> okay didn't think we were gonna go you there you didn't think we were going huguenots but i'm on board uh, let's persecute <laughs> persecute some <real laughs> huguenots let's get some protestants oh boy oh is that what they are
0: yeah did you you're okay so we all okay. know we're all aware are um we? the huguenots were a sect of protestants in pre-revolutionary okay. france Fra-
1: yes okay i got it yes mm-hmm, i'm here we're here
0: we're in pre-revolutionary france <laughs> there are monarchs they say you you must be catholic
1: you must be the catholic
0: uh, calvinists no thank you no
1: none <laughs> i have no idea what this means that's okay <laughs> okay
0: during the early modern period mm,
1: oh, i went i had a class on that oh in, hi, in high school no in university and when was it um, early. It was both early and modern. <laughs> <laughs> so during
0: that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Huguenots were a hugely persecuted uh, majority. The yeah. Catholics were all but up like, in their business.
1: Like, okay, but it's like Christian on Christian crime. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start with me with they were were uh, They were being
0: massacred by girl boss Catherine de' Medici <laughs> uh, pretty much up until the culmination of the War of the Three Henrys. 3 of them. There was a war of 3 Henrys. Were they
1: like big Henry, small Henry, medium Henry? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> right? They ate some some porridge. It was too cold, too hot. That's too For many Henrys. Wow.
0: Everybody said.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Hank-based
0: scrum resulted in <laughs> resulted in Henry the 4th. A Huguenot assuming the throne and issuing the Edict of Nantes, which guaranteed civil liberties to Protestants.
1: Wait, the fourth Henry?
0: There's four of them now. This was Henry the He was one of the three Henrys.
1: Oh, see, that's the numerical the-, <laughs> the numerical ordering of the Henrys. It's confused t-
0: me. Deeply confusing. What if
1: it was Henry the first, Henry the second, and Henry the fourth? The third didn't get in there. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing his own thing. He was wakeboarding. Wow. <laughs> In Nice? Are you kidding me? <laughs> nice.
0: It's like nice because it's like. like Yeah. Okay. I got it. Another interesting thing about the Huguenots yeah. is that when the Sun King, Louis XIV, oh, and this I know is this boy. the grandfather of the Let Them Eat Cake one. Of course. Uh, so when he came to power, he revoked the Edict of Nantes and did this thing called the, Dragonades. Uh, the, Excuse- the Dragon Aids. What? Excuse me. Dragon Or perhaps Dragon Odds. Okay. Uh, if you're from France, I don't know. Or Dragon Age. Or Dragon Age, Hi. a video game, sometimes. <laughs> wow. So what this was, was he billeted soldiers into Protestant households oh, with no. implicit permission to harass them and destroy or steal their belongings. Oh, no. Yeah, but here's the catch. If you converted to Catholicism, then old Lou wouldn't send you a big, horrible man to upset you and your family.
1: <laughs> it's the new elf on the shelf.
0: <laughs> Dragoon on the... Tabloon?
1: Yeah, spoon on the spoon. Thanks. It's a little spoon. <laughs> You he put it sits there, and then he, there. then he attacks you. Then he fucking pushes you around. <laughs> what kind of Jesus do you worship?
0: Well, that's not good enough for me. Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it obliterated the Huguenot numbers and France's economy. Why? Um, oh, the, dra- the dragoons were too expensive. Well, also, Huguenots, you know, so many of them, like, fled the country and stuff, and they were oh. skilled tradesmen.
1: Oh, so persecuting a group that you know is the workers of your country? Yeah, it's a thing not, that
0: happens. It's not good. It's not great. Oh. So, Americans, I say to you,
1: protect your Fourth Amendment rights. Oh yeah, the quartering one. Mm. Mm.
0: Do not quarter soldiers in my house. No,
1: unless they're you know. <laughs> 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 then you gotta. Then you got a story. <laughs>
0: Then you got a fan fiction. Oh, God. There's someone out there writing horrible romance novels to that tune.
1: The Huguenots? Do you think there's Huguenot fan fiction? Oh, I really hope not. With, like, a Huguenot and a, and a quartered soldier? I was thinking, like, a modern day...
0: Think of, like, a modern day day. day. Okay, where, okay, yeah, Okay, okay, Yeah, a day in the modern day. Not an um, early modern no, day. No, post mod. No? Not post Anyways. Okay. Okay, it's like every day, but there's yeah. a war on. Uh, well,
1: that's what... You mean...
0: Today. Today. Um, and they're, the president, whoever they are, yeah. says, uh, I'm revoking the Fourth Amendment. Yeah. And a beautiful, buxom woman is like, no, whatever will I do? A soldier come to bullet in my household? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my breast can't take it. And <laughs> they can't.
1: Hey, they, they can't. can't.
0: <laughs> and then she falls in love with the soldier. This is a romance yeah. someone somewhere is writing. I am not saying this is good.
1: No. It's happening. It's happened. Someone is writing this. No, it's, it's already written. Oh, it's already been it written. It must have been. Huguenot romance novels? Yeah, absolutely. For sure.
0: Horrible. Mm. Fourth Amendment romance.
1: (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, I just give myself the... (laughs) At least it's not second.
0: Yeah. We don't want that. Also bad. I think any of them, pretty much. An
1: amendment that... The most romantic
0: amendment... What's the most romantic (laughs) amendment? None of them.
1: None. None.
0: (laughs) Don't do this thing. Okay, so prior to that... Yeah. the, The Dragon Odds. Yeah. Lots of Huguenots fled France for England and North America... One of them, uh, a lad named Nathan, arrived at what was being called the Massachusetts Bay Colony. But Wait, it's- I know this. You do?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's fine, it's fine. 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 Don't give it to okay. me. Okay. Give it to okay. me. Okay. Okay. It was... AP U.S. History. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think you might learn something you didn't know, but we'll see. <gasps> I know. You know, I was looking back on my AP U.S. History, and I realized how fucking <gasps> racist it was. Oh, yeah. You know how um, you had a teacher, and you thought, like, this this guy is, like, he is n- a new teacher. He's teaching us. He's opening up our minds. He's radicalizing He's us. He's radicalizing us. And then I realized, like, I had a conversation with another um person who went to i went to high school with a friend and she's like hey do you remember when he taught us that like the civil war was about states rights i'm like oh my my god (laughs) no oh my god he's he most certainly did (laughs) oh someone give that guy a copy of howard's in no thank oh no (laughs) no 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 no. just bad on bad on bad uh huh."
0: Yeah, so this guy, Nathan, who you mm-hmm. apparently know about, arrived at what was being called the Massachusetts Bay Colony, but yeah. is the coastal territory of several Algonquin-speaking people, including the Massachusetts, the Netmook, the Wampanoag, and the Nosset. Nathan's surname is now a household name, mm-hmm. thanks to a descendant who created a product that is widely used today. <gasps> exactly 167 years ago to the date, if we recorded this two days ago, yeah. King Camp Gillette was born in 1855.
1: King Camp Gillette. What a name. What a name. I love it because, because you're king, but you also got some camp in you. This guy had some pretty camp ideas, let me tell you. I love it. I love it. (laughs) How many razors can we put in one razor?
0: So many. You would be shocked. (laughs) So... He was born in 1855. 40 yeah. years later, during which his family survived the Chicago Fire, boy, Gillette found himself working for the Crown Cork and Seal Company.
1: Crown Cork and Seal,
0: which produced glass bottles for beverages with a notable crown-shaped cap. Mm. Sound familiar? No, cuz we still use them all the time. They're just bottle caps. Oh. You know, you turn oh, them upside down, Budweiser, I get it. the King of Beers.
1: Oh, okay. so many doors are opening right now. <laughs> Sorry, it's my little cuppy of wine. It was your cuppy of wine. It got you all sassy. Wow.
0: Uh, So (laughs) this guy, King Camp Gillette, he noticed Mm. the bottle caps from the bottles he sold were being thrown away after the bottle was opened. Yeah. And he looked at that and he's like, wait, maybe there's value in a product that could be used several times before being (gasps) discarded.
1: And he invented pogs. (laughs) You can use pogs infinitely. (laughs) Right? Unless
0: you lose them in a game of pogs. And then
1: they're gone, and then you complain to the teacher, and then the whole <laughs> school bans pogs, and everyone hates you. Yeah. Boy.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you had a hard
1: time. I, pogs made me cry, <laughs> because it was, it was the experience where I didn't know you lost them.
0: Well, not everyone plays that way. I played with the wrong person, then. You played for keepsies. Boy. That's not good. <sighs> You could do a whole revolution over just that.
1: Not even my animorphs space slammer oh. would <laughs> uh, save. My heart.
0: <laughs> okay. So this guy.
1: Mm, this guy. Like, Here's an idea. Yeah.
0: Straight razors of the day needed continuous sharpening. Right. <whistles> and it occurred to Gillette that a razor whose blade could be discarded when it dulled would meet an existing need.
1: Oh, so just creating more trash huh? there, King. Yep. Great.
0: He improved on existing safety razors by switching from a forged blade to one made from stamped carbon steel. A forged blade. A forged blade. In the fires of Mount Doom.
1: Is that what they had to do? Yeah. They took all of them to the big volcano. <laughs> and, and then the hobbits it. had to throw it away. Yeah and, <laughs>
0: yeah. and then the land was free.
1: I Can I say, I did watch uh, the first Lord of the Rings. Oh, did you? Over the Christmas break. Okay. Um... I was surprised how much I remembered? Oh, really? I watched that a lot, I think. Yeah, I watched it a lot. I read the book several times. I think. And I then I realized how integral Frodo and Sam's relationship was to my understanding of what a beautiful gay relationship is. Yes,
0: was. absolutely. So mm. tender and so- <laughs> caring. Supportive, reciprocal. I love it. Yeah. But Rosie got in the way. Rosie with her big old rack.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't blame Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sam's just a little lost bisexual.
1: I get it. I get it. Aren't we all?
0: <laughs> so uh, Gillette also got involved with expert machinist William Emery Nickerson, oh. who improved the design of the razor handle to better support the blade. Mm. The razor started with a retail price of $5, the Whoa. equivalent of 144 in 2020. Whoa. And by 1915, it had surpassed 70 million units in sales.
1: Holy crap. So it was for like fancy people.
0: Yeah, it was well, it was for fancy people, but also in 1917, the American government paid Gillette to outfit every World War I soldier with a field
1: wow, razor kit. Wow, because you had to have the seal on your gas mask, so you had to have, oh, you had to have that good seal, had so to you, have you didn't get seal. all mustarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, okay, one of the facts that I love is Hitler shaped his mustache real short because it, <laughs> it fit as gas mask in mm-hmm. World War I. Do you think he used a Gillette? No, I'm sure he used them, some some uh, some German razor. A ba- I hope he got a lot of and little. he's probably cuts. like like
0: ogling American razors oh, at the same time. So, mm,
1: they're so good.
0: Oh, I just want all of their things
1: and the M and M's too. <laughs> Wait, that was World War Two. Yeah, uh. yeah. What are you talking about? Can't uh. you yeah, just. Uh. <laughs> you teach history. <laughs> Shh, history doesn't mean anything.
0: Mm, that's true.
1: That's <laughs> it's fucking. Wait, why do we do this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So by 1920, Gillette had sold the company, the original patent had expired, and the company had moved on to focus on incremental changes to the product as they realized that even the slightest improvement would yield a boost in sales. More razors. More blades. More
1: blades. Five, ten, fifteen. As many as we can get. How can we fit in them in there? I don't know. So sharp.
0: But King Camp Gillette has sharper ideas yet in store. King Camp Gillette. In 1894, around the time he began developing the razor, he published his first book called The Human Drift. Do you know about this? No. Excellent. Didn't cover this in your little class. No.
1: We had so much to learn, and this wasn't it. Uh,
0: Well,. It could have it opened some fucking minds up, oh, is what I'll I say. I can't wait. Interestingly, the same revolution that made French Protestants full citizens also gave rise to the political thinkers and philosophers who created utopian socialism, <gasps> which would later hold some inspiration for Marx and Engels.
1: Wow.
0: People like Francois-Marie Charles Fourier, who saw that traditional marriage could potentially hurt women's rights as human beings, and thus never married. <laughs> he also coined the term feminist, yes, queen, but was also an <laughs> absolutely <laughs> massive anti-Semite. <laughs> oh no. There was also Henri de Saint-Simon, who stated that the primary threat to the industrial class is the parasitic idling class, who seek only to leech from the labor of those below them. Hells yeah. Of course. King Camp Gillette's ideas were a little more goals oriented. Okay. In Human Drift, he advocated for the creation of the United Company, a single publicly owned trust that would control all business and cure all social ills.
1: Oh, uh-oh. Can I read you
0: a little excerpt? Please. Under our present system, the wealthy are just as much slaves to circumstances as the poorest beggars. They are under a constant strain of anxiety in guarding their property and keeping their surplus invested in safe securities. Besides this, they are mostly businessmen who labor night and day from early years to old age. They produce nothing. They're... (laughs) They
1: produce nothing. They produce
0: nothing. Their only business in life being to so manipulate property that they may absorb the wealth which is produced by the labor of others. You're so close. So, so, so King, close. you're so close. King Camp, please. What do they get for all this scheming, which is at the expense of their fellow men? After all is said and done, they only get food, clothing, and a shelter, and means whereby to gratify their vanity and greed. And, like, a billion dollars. Yeah, and, like, a lot of fucking... Like, so like, much money. A lot more than you've really... Anyways. <laughs> Under a system of equal justice, they would get much more. Oh, no. With less expenditure of labor and no worry or anxiety. Their food would no longer be adulterated and manufactured in filthy places. <laughs> their clothing would be better than is possible now, and their homes would be in a city free from dens of vice and foul tenements. Uh Uh-oh, King, you were so close. They would no longer be surrounded by the dirt and filth of an ignorant and impoverished people and no longer afraid their lives would be attacked by some despairing crank or maniac. (laughs) Are not these reasons, in view of the fact that we are now slowly drifting towards such a condition of equality, sufficient to convince anyone that the United Company, which has the same end in view, deserves the support of both rich and poor?
1: So, let me... Let me get this straight. Yeah. He's like, hey, millionaires, billionaires, you you have a... It could be so much better for you. Yeah. Let's make it better for you. And everyone else also probably, Maybe. I don't know, somehow it'll just kind of happen. Oh,
0: boy. So in Gillette's Utopia, all of America would live in one giant three-tiered city called Metropolis, which would sit on and be powered by Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on board now. At the time he wrote it, the first electric generating facility on the falls was being built by Tesla and Westinghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gillette also wanted the buildings of Metropolis to be built of porcelain for (gasps) endurance and cleanliness, which may have been inspired by the White City of the 1893 World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago, where he
1: lived. Can you imagine if he got
0: killed by H.H. Holmes?
1: (laughs) Really, honestly, at this point, maybe we would be better off. I think we would be better off. Porcelain. I think, okay, would you just slide off that sucker? Would you just... Oh, you just slide right off. Was... But
0: the wild thing is that the White City was actually so poorly built.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was, it was slapped together.
0: It was real bad, but look looked good. It looked amazing. Slapped
1: together. I think that's what, like, it's a good symbol for our economy, actually. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It looks good, but boy. Oh. If you just, if you just shake a couple pieces, it's... That oh. baby won't hold. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, So in his beautiful, perfect city, there would only be one of each type of manufacturing facility, and the city could hold America's entire population, at the time 60 million, with room for an additional 30 million over time. According to Gillette, advances in mechanization would generate ever greater efficiencies and ever greater wealth for the whole society. Social progress would be natural and inevitable. Gender equality would be the rule.
1: Wow. Wow. Sounds great. Cool ideas, bro. Would everything be porcelain? It'd just be a big toilet. Uh, Yeah, big toilet city on the (laughs) falls. (gasps) Just always, you can hear it. You can hear the falls. It always (sighs) sounds... always flushing, baby.
0: We're (sighs) flushing (laughs) 24-7. Flush, flush, flush. I like it. I'm here. Then maybe you will like. Yeah. His two additional books, oh. World Corporation oh, and no. the People's Corporation. <laughs> the former had grown the idea into one company for the entire world. Wow. The position of president for the company was offered by Gillette to Teddy Roosevelt, who <laughs> declined the offer. Wait. Okay, okay. hold on.
1: Hold on. Huh? Hold on. This this president, trust-busting Roosevelt, <laughs> the guy who fucking hated monopolies, is was King Gillette like, but this is... This is different. This is, you could be, oh no. (laughs) You could be the Monopoly man. You could be just the king of everything. (laughs) Oh no, 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 no. Very wild. Very
0: wild. His book, People's Corporation, was actually written in collaboration with early journalist and nerd Upton Sinclair.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Wait, hold on. (laughs) What? Jungle Upton Sinclair, yeah, like the guy who's like, Hey, capitalism is fucking preying on everyone. Yeah, wait till you
0: see what he's got to say. Oh no, (laughs) this guy was not like, sure, he was like, These meatpacking plants are bad, yeah, but uh, he
1: was also bad, yeah, of course, like (laughs) they're all bad, they're all bad, they're all bad. (laughs)
0: So it was written in collaboration with Upton Sinclair, a nerd, okay. though Sinclair declined to have his name on the final product. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a bad that's sign. That's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. He
0: did, however, introduce Gillette to Henry Ford, oh, feeling no. that they might get along, but instead, they just ended up yelling at one another.
1: Wow. Asshole <laughs> v. Asshole. A
0: fight to the death would have been great that at that moment. That would
1: Wonderful.
0: Something would have improved. Wait, who could win? Ford.
1: (laughs) He's got those cars. Yeah. Run them over.
0: (laughs) What's what's Gillette got? A razor?
1: (laughs) Five blades.
0: (laughs) Sinclair and Gillette's book discusses the idea that both the rich and the poor hold great responsibility and neither is better than the other. Mm -mm. This book in particular was an inspiration for U.S. Senator and one-time Progressive (gasps) Party VP candidate Glenn Hurst-Taylor. Oh my God. Famous as a singing cowboy, proponent of civil rights, and a man who cold-clocked a Republican candidate on election night. Hells yeah. (laughs) I don't know how Glenn Hurst-Taylor looked at this book and was like, this is what I'm about, but...
1: It's okay, it's this weird thing about like equality, but equality for everyone, including but, the rich. But not in a way that benefit, like that lifts up the people that have been formally marginalized yeah. by the system just across the board. So you have an equal lifting up, which means the rich just get lifted up a little bit higher. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Marx had a lot to say about utopian socialists. (laughs) They're not right. They're bad. They're bad. (laughs) They just think, like, I'm so rich that if anything I think came true, it would be better than this. (laughs) Let me tell you about my porcelain city. Gillette passed in 1932, and despite being almost bankrupt,
1: he left behind
0: his Calabasas Ranch Estate, which went on to be the filming location for NBC's The Biggest Loser. (laughs) A worthy footnote for such a man.
1: I mean, that's very good. <laughs> that's actually very good. I love it.
0: I'm glad. So there are a lot of interesting Gillette ads.
1: Oh, there are.
0: The company was acquired by Procter & Gamble in 2005. From 1989 to 2019, the tagline for the product has been, the best a man can get. Until it was changed to, the best men can be, due to the charged <laughs> environment of the Me Too movement. <laughs>
1: no! Well, you're right. Is Gillette? Gillette only sent, sells men's
0: razors. I think Gillette son, sells razors for everyone, but the best a man could be is like their main hat, like their their main, main
1: thing. Yeah, that it seems like the best the man could be. Hey, you trying out there? <laughs> hey, you trying? You doing your best? You doing your best?
0: Gillette released a commercial that highlighted the way that culture has condoned and encouraged men in bullying, abuse, assault, and toxic masculinity. Oh. The ad itself was deeply cringe, but admirable in its ability to make right-wing dipshits big mad. <laughs> it sparked a boycott by conservatives, but sales...
1: Oh, wow, I remember this. Yeah,
0: but sales remained unaffected, either positively or negatively. <laughs> The other Gillette commercial I want to mention before I get to the one I picked okay. is also from 2019, titled First Shave, the Story of Samson.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It features a trans man and his father who guides him through his first shave.
1: Yeah. It's
0: that kind of thing that gives you that intense dual feeling of pride and relief for younger generations, but also a deep sense of grief for yourself.
1: <laughs> and also like, oh my God, they're marketing to us. <laughs> like, oh us? oh us? Ooh, us? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm not immune. <laughs> I'll buy your stuff. We have money. We have...
0: Well, have well... no, no.
1: no. Uh, <laughs> we don't really have money. <laughs> um,
0: anyways, I went with the Toit jingle. So okay. here is 1975's Track 2 Shave.
1: Oh, I'm so excited.
0: You can find this commercial to watch along in our episode description. Yeah. And on our Twitter. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It's a fun bop with some is it? questionable images, so. Ooh, I
1: can't wait. Let's do it. We'll
0: return after these messages. You track to shave, you track to face, it's a perfect face, yes it is. Feel so smooth, twin blades smooth, so perfectly smooth, the best there is. You took your perfect face and gave it a perfect track. Shave. You shaved it close and safe. Now you've got that perfect. Track Get
1: the closest to thing face. to a perfect shave the Gillette Track 2 Shaving System in regular or adjustable cartridges. That perfect track to face. Welcome back to the show. Okay, I like this one that you've picked because mm-hmm. it's very traditional Gillette in that it has the animation of the blades cutting the hair. Yeah, yeah, which we like. Which we love. I was into. Yeah. It's where you have the close up of the blade running across the skin and it's like it's like the first blade misses. The first blade no the first blade Cut. holds it down. And then the second blade goes yeah, cuts it. And you got the smooth shape. So what we have here is commercial with just a lot of femme hands <laughs> touching some cleanly shaven gents. Yeah. And it was just gents, hands, touching. touching Sometimes touching, inappropriately. Touching. Sometimes, like, was there a guy in a church and, like, at a funeral? Yeah. <laughs> and just a guy on the subway. Just, just a like, guy. <laughs> getting touched. First of all, in a COVID world, I don't want that. <laughs> no one wants that. I also want to say the haircuts.
0: Yeah. The haircuts Those were very were, uh, good. Very 1975.
1: Very uh, hair mit.
0: Her- you know, hermit yeah a her-mit. A hermit like a you know. uh, lime cat
1: yeah yeah very lime cat <laughs> and what's the what was the jingle do 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 do
0: do do, do. <laughs> <laughs> that perfect track
1: yeah the, yeah so something you did do some <laughs> It, 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 it. Al is doing a little dance. I <laughs> did you a little dance. Al, Al, Al got a little top hat and a little cane and is doing putting on the ritz Someone's over gonna here. Someone's going to yoink me off the stage. Oh, boy. It's cute. I like yeah. it. Does it give me the utopian socialist society vibes? No, it does not. No, because he was not involved. <laughs> he was well dead. <laughs> and rest in piss. I like it.
0: Yeah, it's... It's something. And I like that you can kind of see in it the seeds of then the 2019 commercial. Like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry we said it was okay to touch strangers in public. You shouldn't touch strangers in public. You need consent. Yeah.
1: And in fact, you know what? Don't touch anyone anymore. Never touch anybody.
0: <laughs> That's the rule we're all taking into 2022.
1: 2022, <laughs> I, do I don't touch anything. Or... Touch in a very specific place. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to go for. This is my my punch up. 2022, you're going to shave down there. Oh, (laughs) damn. Here's the thing. I've heard podcasts with sponsors, usually they're sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A very gendered, ball-heavy. Ball-centric. Ball-centric, but... But I think Gillette needs to pick up the slack.
0: Yeah, I think
1: Gillette needs to say, "Hey, you can shave. Doesn't matter what's down there. We'll shave it for you.
0: Whatever genitals you have, you can make them smooth."
1: <laughs> and so what it is? It's the exact same commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, and okay. It's just okay. like gorgeous femme hands, just stroking cleanly shaven genitals. <laughs> Balls, labia, balls, chaffed, labia. It's just, like, gorgeous. Butthole. Oh, yeah. Can't forget the butthole. gotta get the butthole. God. You know what? Here's the thing. Sometimes you have so much hair down there. Mm. And you, like, you know it's down there. You've kind of, like, you've investigated yourself. (laughs) And it is, like, wow, it is a fucking jungle down there. You gotta have a friend. You gotta have a friend who brings out a Gillette and just, just you have a moment together. Can I
0: tell you? Yeah. Have you been on tea?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's uh, wild down there. Oh no! (laughs) It's already wild for me. I cannot wait to. Oh. oh, (laughs) Just in the crack too. Just
0: all sorts of new stuff. (laughs)
1: It's like a little forest. It's coming
0: from every direction. Oh,
1: boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's the commercial. 2022, we're shaving everything down there. It does yeah. not matter. For, you know, forget this gendered idea of who can shave their balls. Anyone can shave balls. Can, uh, yeah. Anyone can shave anything down there. And I just want hands caressing, caressing, caressing,
0: caressing. We're doing caressing. a sort of cool hand movement that yeah. no one can see, but I love it.
1: It's like face waterfall.
0: Yeah, it is like face waterfall. With the
1: back of someone's and hand.
0: And I'm imagining us wearing elbow length gloves. <laughs>
1: oh yeah oh my gosh like very luxurious like a real
0: vanna white moment
1: oh like a very gentleman prefer blondes <laughs> yeah. like oh yes 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 camp we're camp. bringing back we're camp. bringing back camp king camp. going to camp baby wow wow that's what it is 2022 yeah i love it we're stroking genitals over here i'm on board <laughs> And then Gillette would have to issue an apology. Yeah. And then if you look just
0: out of frame, all yeah. the people whose hands are stroking are wearing masks.
1: And there's little masks over, <laughs> over the, like, <laughs> vaginal opening and, like,
0: oh, boy. Anyway. We need to get some downstairs ears, because how are you going to keep those on?
1: <laughs> and 95 dental dams? Is that what i are asking <laughs> for? Yeah. <laughs> we are it. going on the third year of the pandemic and we feel fine. <laughs> anyway, that is, that's my punch up for 2022. I love it. I think it's great. Hey, do you have for me yeah. a local ad? I sure do. And it does involve f- face. It involves face? Yeah. You ready? Is it an ad for face off?
0: I wish. <laughs> but at one specific theater. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, let's get it. Let's name him after your great uncle, Frank. Impel Collectible. Oh, what'd he say? Imports and collectibles. Frank's Music Collectibles, 1022 South 74th Plaza. Stay tuned for the continuing saga as Frank grows. Okay. This is Frank's Imports. Uh, it is in Nebraska. It looks like Omaha. Um, Can I say? Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I just hated. That was just awful. Can you describe what you saw?
0: Um, so there's a family. Yeah. Um, there's a and their noses. Their noses. They are
1: noses. And for there's a, a moment. Hold on. But not like. Not like the front of the nose. No, noses. like if you're
0: looking up at someone's nose. It's
1: the ender size of the nose. Yeah,
0: the nostrils, the, the sort part. of triangle yeah. area. Or boundish, depending. Yeah. Uh, there's, so, yeah, there's a father, yeah. there's a mother, there's yeah. a baby. Yeah. It, in the first few frames, it's very hard to tell what you're looking at, <laughs> and it does look like a man's splayed ass. Well, they're slapping the baby. Oh, is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, they're slapping the baby. I could not I wish they didn't do that.
1: they slapped the baby did you notice okay so the the dad is the nose the baby's the nose the mom was just lips what she was just lips oh I did not take that in yeah how how did they you know
0: (laughs) oh he's got some holes you know what I mean
1: (laughs) oh I get it Anyway, that's Frank's importance. I didn't like it. Uh, That's too bad. (laughs) If you'd like to watch it, you can go into our sources. And also, if you have a local ad like this one, you can email us, adcreeps at gmail.com. You can DM us at adcreeps on Twitter or just, like, tweet at us. Sure. Or, like, what, Instagram?
0: Yeah, we're on Instagram, at adcreeps. Hells yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. And we would love if you have a local ad in your area. Hey. Send it to us. Didn't I just say that? Did you? I think I did. I zoned out. <laughs> I can tell.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about those noses. I just have so many questions. They got hair in there? In the butt? In the nose. Oh, d- Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to Gillette those nostrils. <laughs> uh, okay, we done? We're done. Okay, until next time. We are signing signing off (laughs) Hmm, but first weren't my spouse.